Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Distraction Pieces Podcast, episode 158. And yes, at last, it is the long-awaited Destiny special. Um, I've been hyping this one for ages. So I've got a lot to tell you. It's going to be a long episode. I didn't want to split it in two because it felt like... uh, It felt like because it's a load of different chats, it needed to all be together and all there. So... um, I'm going to tell you a bit about it first. I should mention that we're brought to you by SpeechDevelopmentRecords.com. That's my record label. It's where you can go and buy my merch. I've got summer merch. As you all know, I keep banging on about it. I've got podcast merch. I've got albums. I've got DVDs. I've got all you need. I've got a game, actually, on the website at ScroobiusPip.co.uk. This is for the gamers. I've got a game called Bash the Beard that you can use the space bar to make my beard grow and you use the mouse to, to, to balance me and you try not to knock me over as my beard grows um it's pretty cool anyway so when i started posting about this it's the destiny special uh, where to start where to start um let's go to the beginning so i got hit up by activision asking if i was a gamer and i was like yeah i'm a i'm a gamer i don't get game as much as i used to but I've I've had consoles all my life. I've had Amigas and Spectrums back in the day. And they asked if I played a game called Destiny. And I was like, I don't, but I'm fascinated by it. Because um, I know Dan Lassac plays it. Uh, my friend Naomi plays it. Naomi Von Creeps. A, a load of different people I know have been posting about it for a long time. And that kind of open world game fascinates me because... It's it's the kind of game I've not played because I have I'm self-employed and I have to be be self-motivated and a game where I can just lose myself and go in this crazy world scared me time-wise. Um but I said to him, yeah, I'm I'm kind of it's a, it's a, it's a world that that interests me. And they asked if I wanted to do a podcast based around the launch of the new of Destiny 2. And I was like, look, if you're going to have a load of people who can cover this game as experts, but if you're up for me coming in as in as a non-expert, a fascinated non-expert, then I'm up for it. It sounds it sounds fascinating. So we all agreed to it, and then they were looking at what would be a good point to kind of introduce me to it all, and they decided on the gameplay premiere in um, which, incredibly lucky for me, is in in Los Angeles. <laughs> So they agreed, Activision agreed to fly me out to LA um, and put me up in a hotel to cover this, to go to the big launch, to to take it all in. They were going to line me up to talk to a load of people um, and give my kind of open and honest views and experiences. So before I did that, I decided, right, I'm going to give Dan Lasak a call and... uh, because he's he's someone I know who's got who's who's clocked a lot of hours in it, so he agreed to kind of to bring me up to speed um, over Skype. So that's what we're going to start with. First of all, I'm going to have a little chat with Dan Lasak, and he's going to tell me why he's obsessed with it and what I need to know to not make an idiot of myself out there. So I'm now recording. Okay. 
So that I'm sure that will make sense. Um, <laughs> so yeah, let's jump into this. Um, I'm talking to Dan Lesac here over Skype. Um, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. So, uh, as I was kind of explaining before we started recording, I've been asked if I'd be in. Or I was asked if I'd be interested in doing a podcast about Destiny, and it was something I was in, instantly interested in because it's a game I've never, I hadn't, I'd never played at the time, but I'd seen a, a, you talk about it a lot and a load of other people online, and obviously, it's one of the biggest games ever of yeah. all time, and mm. it's this crazy addictive thing so i was definitely intrigued and i thought the best way before i get to go off and talk to some of the creators and some of the the big names on the uh, of playing it online i thought you'd be the perfect person to kind of talk to and prep me a little bit (laughs) yeah Um, because i know you've i know you've you've played it a load so what kind of drew you into it initially Like, like was it just all the hype around it that it's this huge thing i wasn't gonna get it at all I, I yeah. literally like I was. Um, I don't think I was streaming at that point. Um, yeah, and I, uh, I don't know. I was talking to my mate Jake, and he was just like, "Are you interested in Destiny? Are you excited?" And I was like, "Meh." This was like two days before it came out, and then yeah. I went to like my local supermarket on the day of release and bought it. And then it was like eleven hours later, we we yeah. hadn't stopped playing. You know. It's just, I mean, I've 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 played it um, a fair bit since I've got it. Still, I'm only on like twenty hours or, or something like that. Yeah, total. So, so I'm on what? I'm nothing. Two thousand four hundred or something. It's fourteen weeks. That's insane. But it's That's insane. insane. I man. love that. Think of the stuff I could have done in fourteen weeks. You know? Yeah, but it's. I mean, it's <laughs> it's a weird one because again, I instantly, yeah, I found the s- scope of it hugely exciting. I've not really. I've never been a big gamer for online and, and community type stuff. And the reason for that is one time in the past, I had a Call of Duty game and I got mm-hmm. really into it and I loved it. And then I went online and I felt like an absolute idiot because it was the most intimidating. Everyone was a beast. Yeah. Um, that doesn't seem to be the vibe with Destiny at all. It seems to be a real, um, yeah, a community is ex- is exactly the word. It seems to be that everyone's kind of, helping each other along online i've not seen much of the kind of uh, bravado i guess bravado braggadocio yeah yeah well there is that there is that that does exist in the destiny community but it's communities upon communities upon communities you know because of destiny's um pve content as well as pvp so you know in cod that that salty trolley arsehole comes yeah, out yeah, through yeah, yeah. killing another human being whereas destiny yeah. yeah yeah we can go kill other humans but we can also kill aliens together as a team and yeah. like the highlights for destiny across the last three years have always been the raids which the first raid not so much the second raid but yeah so, everything so explain the raids a little bit because because that's one of the things that blew me away as well is as soon yeah. as you start to get into the game you realize you it's yeah. a fictional a world, but it's applicable to real world. And I'll explain kind of what I mean by that. <laughs> are, are you and your mates c- could all literally say, um, I'll meet you on Venus and we'll do a raid t- 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 tonight at eight o'clock. Exactly. And and you all kind of go online and meet on Venus and team up to go and do a raid and do this mission and all yeah, that. Yeah. And, 
Uh, we, that blows my mind. That it's like you can literally. I'll see you later on. Like we'll do this this raid at eight o'clock, and well, you all meet there and do it. Exactly. We had we had a raid night, same night every week for months and months and months. Amazing. We're actually just about to start it again because they've reworked all the raids for the the like final hurrah before Destiny Two. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So the raids themselves, they're basically six man or woman or or whatever you define yourself as. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, You've done a strike, I take it. Have you done a strike? I've not done any of the team up stuff. I've just been playing on my own nervously. I've been running about just going, this is great. But part of it was, again, that that, that kind of, because I've started it literally years after everyone else, it has been that fear of, it's like, right, I want to play it a load and kind of understand it a bit better. And then I'll I'll look into kind of, uh, let's team up, let's do something. Well, when, so like, after... The first like month of playing the game when it came out, yeah. Um, the focus was for everyone was to get their their character up to a high enough level to do that first raid called the Vault of Glass, right? And that's the vexed, you know, the yeah. the, the robot dudes. Um, yep, yep. And basically, the raids are uh, how to explain it. It's it's like a really hard level. You know, the enemies yeah. are always above you in, in terms of their level and their damage output and stuff. But yeah. you have to work out how to destroy each boss and get through each section with better loot than you can get outside of the raids, yeah. basically. Yeah. Although now you can get better loot through some of the more the high-end PvP content like Trials of Cyrus and stuff like that. But when you first started the game, the only way you could hit level 30 was by doing doing the raids yeah so and they really require cooperation between teams the the king's fall raid um is like the most cooperative you you can't do it like on your own it's funny because the second raid the crota raid they did was just a little bit broken so you could do it on your own a six-man right. thing, you could actually manipulate some of the mechanics of the game to do it by yourself. I've soloed the yeah. second raid numerous times just for shits and giggles because it's just are funny. The, there's been a few different ones I've done that it says it recommends... My, I, I presume they're just strikes or whatever else, mm. and I've literally just found a spot that I can hide <laughs> and just and, and made this one thing last fucking hours because I'm kind of exactly yeah. ducking in and out and ducking and doing real kind of snipery t- a, a yeah. t- type stuff and doing it as a as a long game rather than at this stage just teaming up with people which is which is how like there's so much of the content we did it like the nightfalls which were the strikes but made really difficult with difficult um buffs and nerfs to your abilities right but if you died if the whole team died you just went back to orbit so you had to start again right. um so that yeah. was like, and uh, when the game launched, that was one of the other only ways of getting decent gear. So the yeah. amount of time you would just oh, find, right. there would be three of you in this tiny little corner, maybe a Titan with a bubble. <laughs> Come on, guys, stick, hold together, hold together. We got this, wait, we got wait, this. Wait. Yeah, I love that. Again, I, I, I like that a, a community element of it. Um, another thing I think that put me off initially was I don't play a lot of, of long games, because of having other stuff to do and being, as we've both discussed in the past, the fear of getting addicted and losing tens of hours. But what I've kind of enjoyed about this is it is also kind of a pick-up-and-play. 
Like I can just dart on and do do one mission, yeah. do one thing, and then I, I come back, you know, a few days so, later and do more. So it's kind of it's got that it's got both elements. I don't know. It's, it, it, I I liked it in that way that it's not this right. I have to sit down every day and do ten hours, and this is this. See this thing like Destiny being one of the biggest games. Um, of all time. Yeah. But it comes from the fact that they've taken influence from like your traditional MMOs on PC, some of the 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 bigger things like WoW, World of Warcraft and stuff where yeah. they're large teams and you you've got a lot to do, but it yeah. also took influence from your Call of Duties and yeah. those games. So you had that pick up and play. Now, yeah, yeah completely. Like in some communities they think it's not MMO enough, which like even so what's MMOs? A massively oh, sorry, multiplayer online game. Right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you know, because like some some of those MMOs aren't aren't six people, they're sixty, you know? Yeah. yeah um, right, yeah. So there's that like hardcore over there, and then some of the people who just want to pick up for twenty minutes think there's too much to do. So they've they've had this weird balancing act they've had to do for a long time to try to not be an arcade game, but yep. not be so overwhelmingly complex and intense that it puts people off. And they've done a really, really good job of getting that balance. And over yeah, actually it. the last, well, it was more intimidating in year one than it was in year two. They made it that little bit easier to level, that little bit easier to get loot. And they've just, over the three years, they've, They've changed the games in ways to just get that balance right, which is really good. Yeah, I mean, and that's the beauty of it being s- s- such a an, an an online world is that, that they can kind of see from from multiple users, hundreds of thousands of millions of users, all interact and use it. What they need to tweak and what they need to make right, and and kind of uh, uh, make all these little nudges and pushes in the, yeah. in the right direction. It feels, it feels unlucky that I've it stepped in at the point where it's just great to step into. And, uh, yeah. It's funny you say that, like, as, as a positive, because a lot of players in the initial release of the game felt like um, we were being used by Bungie to test their game. Right, like, right, even though right. we'd already paid for it. But that is a sort of symptom of AAA games. And but, man, as well, it's, it's all that testing anyway. it. It's it's testing it for to improve it for your own good for you. Yeah, that's the <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, that's it's, always it's like, been. That's, we are using you to test it, but to give you better stuff, it's kind of yeah. It's a it's a fair balance in my and, and <laughs> you know, it's better than them going. Oh no, it's, it's done. Uh, yeah. we, you know, it's like oh what that's broken. Well, no, that's going to be broken forever. So and, and that's much what's really interesting because that's it. Because I'm used to games like like an easy example would be. F- FIFA that comes out every year and there's slight changes. Mm. It's more or less the same game. There's slight tweaks and slight changes. Whereas the beauty of this is that you bought it three years ago and it's changed. The game that you bought then has changed and changed and developed and, oh, and God, become yeah. better. Ra- the- rather than every year, here's the new Destiny. You know, exactly. Destiny yeah, 2 yeah. is coming out three years or whatever it is after the original. And they put it back as well, which is yeah. them putting back Destiny 2 as much as... Um, uh, like people were disappointed is like the most positive sign for Bungie for the for Activision for the, anyone going forward because yeah. like 
what happens for a huge amount of games is that there's this release date set like two years in advance and then it never changes. So wherever the game's at, that's done. You know, that, yeah. that's when it comes out. Um, a game called Mass Effect Andromeda came out just in the last couple of months and like the, there were, there were just basic real problems. It's a game that tries to tell an emotive narrative and the facial animations were, were like they were being punched in the back of the head the whole time. Right. You know, so, but they had to release it on the day. Whereas Bungie have, have convinced Activision, if it's that way around or Activision of, of, encouraged Bungie to get the release date at a time that makes for the best possible game. And the fact yeah, that they're releasing... Again, that makes tons of sense. As they're releasing Destiny 2 on PC as well, which oh, wow. they didn't on the first one. Yeah. Obviously, like, um, there's still this console PC war that goes on. There's more right. games that come out on PC than anything else. But, yeah. So there's this weird sort of elitism that happens in one way right, and other. There's a. I, I, I always I find that fascinating when things are in 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 this day and age when things are specific to one console or to one yeah. to one platform rather than just well let's all play together man let's exactly. let's, kind of, exactly. let's let's all enjoy it. It always being an Xbox uh, a player it's annoyed me. There's been. Several games on the PlayStation that that look amazing, and I'll be like, "Oh, when's that coming out?" And I'll wait to the release date, and then I won't because I'm not enough of a gamer to pay attention to this stuff. I'll go, "All right, oh, I can't, I, I, I can't, can, I can't I can have never that. Play that. Not for me. I can never play God that. Damn it. That's so sad. Um, I mean, uh, one of the things that's good as well, and I think that that will have have pushed a game like this along is in in the timing of it all is things like Twitch. Now, um, mm. the thing. The thing that I've enjoyed is because I'm doing this podcast and you know I'm kind of a workaholic as such, I've had to make time to play games as work. <laughs> that's brilliant. That's that's kind of perfect. I can go, no, I am working. I don't have to beat myself up that I should be doing something else. I can put in a few hours and in, enjoy it. Now, you're, um, you're, you're partnered on, on Twitch and you kind of have a certain amount of hours you you I like to put in and there's always kind of encouragement to put in more as many hours as possible that's ideal for a game like this right because oh god yeah There's... you're getting to lose hours and hours and hours into it but you're doing it for your 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 viewers and your community and all that kind of thing so that's that's got to be a benefit for a huge game like this we like if we wanted to like break it down in in a business sense like for yeah. for twitch if we wanted to talk numbers one of the biggest Destiny streamers, probably the biggest Destiny streamer, is a guy called Gathalion, King Gathalion. Right. Um, yeah. Like, he used to be a beatboxer and stuff. He's always, you can clearly see he always wanted to be an entertainer. And he yeah. is, he can be a really funny guy. Although, yeah. he, he's fun dad. He's fun dad yeah, a lot of the yeah, time, yeah, which yeah, is perfect. delightful. But, like, yeah. he was a Borderlands streamer, mm-hmm. and he was probably... I don't know, I don't 100% know his numbers, but I think he had like 40,000 followers, which is still really good. Yeah, man. And Destiny took him from that place to being like half a million um, followers. Like uh, the highest viewer numbers I've ever seen him have during Destiny was one of the raids where he had like 60,000 people. He probably has oh, like wow. five, 6,000 people a day. Depending yeah. on Destiny with those streamers, obviously it depends on what content's happening. 
like right. six weeks after new content is going to be a little quieter than it was but right yeah that's yeah, life yeah, yeah. but for yeah. a lot of streamers it gave them the opportunity to have content that they actually enjoyed every day you it's see fascinating as well because the watching of it is it is the kind of game that like, like i've again i've been, been, been only been playing it a short while but it's the kind of game that because it is so it's this huge cinematic world i can see the enjoyment in watching s- s- someone do a certain raid or certain level mm. and then going cool I'm going to go and do that now. It's like it's yeah, like watching it's, a film and then getting to go and be in that film. You know, it's a weird, yeah. And it's not just the um, uh, the enjoyment of it as well. It, it, like you can improve your play by watching people. Yeah. You can, um, like the current version of the very first raid, um, yeah. the first boss, the the team I play with. We when we first did it, we got stuck. We just got stuck, stuck, stuck. Yeah. We were, and then. You know, like we we banged our heads against it for a couple of hours and then all went off and just sweared into our pillows and fell asleep. <laughs> and then, like the next day, I turned on a guy called T Rex, T A W R E X, who's a yeah. lovely dude, just like one of those warm people you, yeah. you meet in the world. And watching him take viewers through it, and it's like that's what we were doing wrong. Uh, That's why uh, we should have sorted that. You know, we we just instantly like, oh, okay, we needed to just DPS the hell out of the boss, not bother about ads or anything. So, oh, okay, we were trying to be too clever and try to stay alive where it was more I of lo- a... I love that. I love that how it's it can be, like, going through a game like Destiny on, on Twitch can be both um, almost a cheat guide type, like in the old <laughs> school of getting the yeah. books that take you through stuff. But also, obviously, I'm a big um, a mixed martial arts fan, and and one of the things that's that's developed in recent years is going away from, or for a long time, it's been developing of going away from your more meathead approach to, to, to fight into people who are saying that it's important to spend a lot of time watching your practices or watching other mm. people's techniques and and and. A tr- a tr- training your mind as much as the physical effort of training your your body so i've had that on games numerous times where i watch my mates play and almost subconsciously it's going in it's tweaking little areas of your of your action and your approach that kind of makes you go right i'm i'm i'm, I'm tighter now remember um stato on fantasy football yeah. league yeah 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 so so destiny is has has a stato his name's actually right. Datto. Weirdly. Right, great. But, like, this guy Datto, who, who breaks down the, like, technical aspects of the game and, and shows different ways of doing things and, and, and how different abilities work and stack statistically and stuff. You've got that guy yeah. over there. But then you've got um, people like a guy called Triple Rec, who yeah. is your professional footballer forward, you know, like just plays high end PVP. He's very, yeah, very yeah, good yeah. at the game. He doesn't really touch the, the content that isn't killing other human beings, but right. you know, so it, it definitely has that, that width of, um, you can get into the game in that statistical, I don't want to say nerdy. Cause I, I, I always find that word kind of negative, but nerdy, <laughs> <laughs> mate, I, I I I recently got um the Doom game and mm-hmm. and my mate Chris, who you know, um, the new one came over. 
Uh, yeah, the recent one. Um, yeah. And we were playing it, and I'm the guy that plays it and is just about, let's kill people and get to the end of the level. But mm. Chris is the guy that plays it. Uh, uh, let's kill people in this section and then search every area of this section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then let's jump under this ledge and find this secret and all that kind of thing. And again, it's that it's, it's like yeah. that different kind of game. And Destiny takes that to another level, like because you've literally got worlds to explore. Mm. It's like there's 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 so much. But again, all the time I've been playing, it's like my aim is to survive until it tells me I've been a good boy and I can go on to the next bit kind of thing. It's, exactly. There's, there's yeah. no going deep into, I need to collect this, this, and this. It's like, right, now, let's um, get through this. Obviously, like, there are there are plenty of games that built far bigger worlds than Destiny yeah. did. Destiny, yeah. did, like, especially the, the day one players, the world wasn't didn't feel nearly as big. Yeah, I, um, I'd heard that as one of the early criticisms and issues and yeah. that's it's my, it's mind-blowing to me coming into it at the level it is now yeah but equally as you said i think it, it's 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 a balancing act it's it's, if it's too big it's off put into a lot of gamers a lot of people who aren't these absolute experts and 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 and, and live and die for it mm. then if it's too vast that's intimidating whereas it's finding the balance of look here's you can get it it's it's conceivable and you can go and get involved in it and, and be in the middle of it all. What the, the the really good mark of how well balanced Destiny has has got is there are players who three years on have still never done the raids and are yeah. still enjoying the game. There yeah. are players yeah. who have never done Trials of Osiris and are still enjoying the game. You yeah. know, it 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 definitely gives you enough if you're on a, your own. It's better yeah. with friends though. It's yeah. still better like. I think that probably half the hours I've put, let's say 1,200 of the hours I've put, are only there because one of my friends said, look, I'm going to be on tonight. Do you want to chill, play, do some Iron Banner or whatever? Amazing. And it's like, yeah, well, I was going to sit on my ass in my pants and watch Netflix, but I could sit on my ass in my pants and, and play Iron Banner. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Let's do it's, that. It's it's a level of actual interaction there. Well, I mean, this is perfect. I'll wrap things up because I want to keep these quite brief. But um, mm. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm going to ask you a big ask now, and I'm going to just because I'm going to have done this in the intro, but just sum up what Destiny is for anyone who's never played, <laughs> you know, anything else in 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 a shorter uh, a manner as, uh, uh, as you can, because I've realised that we've not touched upon. The three different kinds of, of 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 fighter you can be, and all this other there's stuff. There's so there's so much. There's so much. It's I, too, I tried to it's too um, broad a question, isn't it? <laughs> I, I wrote an article for Vice a, at the end of year one for Destiny, yeah. about Destiny, yeah. and um, <laughs> the first paragraph is like two hundred words of me trying to explain what it is. It's, Amazing. It's an arcade MMO. Even though Bungie will never use the word MMO. It's an yeah. arcade MMO looter shooter. Is the best right. way I can describe it. Yeah. So you shoot stuff, you get loot, you get to play with your friends and do all sorts of shenanigans. Yeah. Space you, magic. You, that's that's probably the best. Totally space magic. Death and Worlds, ex- exactly that. A shooter looter, I, I, I didn't even know that term, but that's, it sums it up <laughs> perfectly. You're, you're beating people and killing them, and as you do, you're collecting bits and putting stuff together. Again, still half the stuff I've collected 
collected. No idea what it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm racking it up like, oh, I'll get more of that. I'll find out what that does at some point. But um, uh, wh- one day, yeah. one day I'll know what that is. Yeah, exactly. I figured it all, all makes sense in the end. Well, thank you very much, sir. Um, yeah, and I'll go and talk to a load of the creators and that, hopefully. Nice. And man, hopefully nice. I'll make more sense. Cheers. So, after I spoke to Dan, I mean, before I spoke to Dan, I started playing it and I'd been enjoying it. I'd clocked up only like 10, 10, 10 15 hours, but man, you can lose yourself easy. I'd, I'd really enjoyed it. So, I played it more. I'd spoken to Dan and it was time to head out to LA. So, I was, I was, I was, I was flown out a week or so early and I kind of, I was, I, I had to go out for other reasons for a few, few meetings and stuff. Um, so I got myself an Airbnb. I'll tell you all about that on the drunk cast. If you, you tune into the drunk cast, you'll hear my Airbnb nightmare. But then, as we came close to the event, they I had a nice little hotel Activision sorted for me. And the day before was kind of a, a, a mixer for kind of for for all the people who were there to cover it. And a lot of you will know if you've listened to podcasts. I'm kind of not that that much of a social guy. So, so I was a bit on edge and I was like, all these people are going to be experts and I'm going to look like an idiot and I'm not going to be able to connect to these people. So I, I'm denied about attending the mix and I thought, no, I'm here to work, you know, I'll go and work. So uh, we all meet up in the hotel lobby and then we get Ubers to um, to a bowling alley um, near a Los Angeles airport and everyone was blooming lovely. I'm like... L- a loads of guys and gals who were all bloggers or YouTubers or whatever else, and no one seemed to care that I'm an idiot in, in destiny terms compared to them. And we had a lovely time. We talked a lot of wrestling. I made a, a, some new wrestling friends, which is always a treat. So I talked some wrestling. I made some friends. I did some some bowling. I got some strikes, and then I I went to my room. I still left early and had an early night. I'm still a nerd and a loser. So I left early. I wasn't dr- drinking, all this boring stuff. I went home and had an early night. And then uh, I got up in the morning and went like at, at 8 o'clock. I went to this gameplay premiere. Man, it was it was madness. I kind of arrive and there's a load of really excited gamers. It's all like organised with military precision, but with a g- genuine smile. And the thing that struck me... F- First of all, was as we're, we're waiting, there's like a countdown clock. The buzz in the room and the excitement of all these people who've, again, for them, who've been, been playing the original game for like two, three years and, and waiting for this new version. So the buzz was was exciting. Um, I, I remember on the on the coach there, there was a lot of buzz and people talking and someone had, had tweeted some leaked info which had people excited, but now I knew if it was real... And we're about to go and see everything anyway, so it was kind of of pointless. There was every type of mobile f- f- filming and recording device that the world has ever seen. All these dudes with cameras on their heads, cameras on their chests, cameras in their hands, microphones everywhere. I felt bad because I wasn't there to film anything. This is an audio podcast. I was there to to take it all in and then to talk to some people. But um, yeah, we all sit down. And we're, and we're waiting for this keynote speech, and it blew me away. And the thing that got me was all the guys at Bungie who, who made this game, they felt like, I, I mean, I'll, I'll 
I won't talk too much actually because I talked to, th- to three different people and I probably cover all this. I'm recording these intros a month later, so I'm worried I'll repeat myself in my ex- ex- excitement of remembering it. But I love that they all, the people creating it, just felt like the gamers, and the gamers felt like they were as much part of the creating. They were there, excited to see something that all created, rather than it didn't feel like a a a, a, a seller and customer s- scenario. It felt like or truly like a community so i mean with that in mind i should should kick things off with an amazing guest um i got to speak to eric osborne uh affectionately known as urk who's 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 head of community at bungie and one of the creators of uh of destiny so um yeah this is our chat right i'm rolling and i'm here with urk do you want to explain who you are and and what you're your role is a bungee as such. Sure, I'll try to give the, the short version. So, um, Eric Osborne, aka Irk, yep. head of community, uh, came to the studio in 2008. It was sort of my mecca. I was yeah. a fan of Bungie and the games they made, and started connecting with them online while I was playing their their games. Yeah. They offered me a job and asked me if I wanted to come out and work on some some web stuff and some writing stuff. And I thought, hell, why not? So I packed everything I owned into a 2003 Honda Civic and made Amazing. a 2,600 mile journey to to you know start a new adventure with Bungie. So and here how I am. much of a, dr- a dream is that coming from someone who was who was a fan and was playing to to kind of get that? Well, do you want to come and? help us make the stuff that you're enjoying dude it's it's amazing it's still you know my mecca it's still every day i walk in i you know kind of pinch myself and and think about how blessed i am to work with so many you know kindred spirits passionate people people that um you know just pour themselves into this experience and try to see it from a player's perspective and make you know um communities try to build experiences that people can share together and like you know our 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 highest value statement is we make we we build games that bring people together yeah i think it's a really unique perspective and in my case a a literal you know narrative that happened for me i worked at a a bank you know oh amazing so that's amazing and it's it's one of the things that's that's, that that struck me because i'm 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 new to destiny i've only been playing a few months and one of the things that struck me as, as, as amazing is that community now I, I remember years ago I was playing a lot of Call of Duty and I, 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 I'm, I'm a one player guy yeah. I'm going off and doing stuff and, the second, and, and the, yeah. the, the, the second I went online and did co-op stuff I got put off because it was intimidating and it was yeah. aggressive that's kind of it feels like that is almost what motivated the community side of Destiny to be the opposite of that to say no everyone's welcome it's this welcoming yeah. thing and even more so on Destiny 2 yeah absolutely like it's a it's a huge uh, initiative for us and something that's just in our DNA we want to build friendly warm communities and I say build loosely like obviously people have to love the game experience and they have to uh, yeah. find something in it that they can just gravitate to and latch onto. and so like I don't necessarily see myself as a community builder as much as I'm just part of a machine that is built around the amazing people who build this experience and that yeah. bring everybody together in these moments. So, yeah, Destiny 2 is a, a moment for us to bring all those people together again, whether you're a seasoned veteran or somebody who's new. But building those positive experiences, some of it is um, because we build hopeful worlds and because we build beautiful spaces and we don't go after anything reprehensible or grotesque you know when you sit on a planet in destiny you have this beautiful soaring yeah. music and you're a heroic figure in the world yeah. and someone who people look up to as you know with esteem and i think that 
that rubs off on people. Yeah, completely. and we've also made some purposeful decisions that are a lot more technical and sort of you know tactical in nature. Like in Destiny, you'll never have to hear from another person unless you opt into that conversation, yeah. right? And real life, great. people have to like. If you think of like the friendships you've made in your life, very few of them, at least for me, um, I don't know about you, I won't speak on your behalf, but like, <laughs> you know, even acquaintances, it takes a large number of, of meetings before I feel comfortable reaching out to somebody, Completely, right? Completely, yeah. And so we wanted all those experiences to be really optional. You're choosing to speak with somebody, you're choosing to bring them into your world or into your team. 100%, man. And, and that sets a tone, you know? Like, yeah. I think if, if you walked into, you know, a social space in Destiny and, and all those voices were up and you couldn't control it, I think it would have set a completely different tone. Yeah. You might have realized, like, oh, not everybody is friendly. And the that, and that sets, and manicness, yeah. And that sets your behavior in a different space, right? Yeah. But, but when, you, when they're all quiet and it's peaceful and the only way to communicate is to do a really awesome dance and, yeah. you know, get yeah, down yeah. there, you get the sense that, like, <laughs> you know, these people are positive and friendly. Yeah. And, I, and I, I think that leads to uh, that behavior being, being pointed in that direction, yeah. right? It's a, it, becomes a, it becomes guidance for people. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't... I relate to that more. I've not had a ringtone on my phone for about five years because, yeah. again, it's that. It's like I want it to be a choice. I yes. don't want someone kind of n- nudging me, yeah. kind of saying now, yeah. now, kind of thing. It's, it's, so it's, it's beautiful to have that that option of community. Yeah. And there's two things there. Um, I mean, let's jump straight into the bit that, that that felt the most appealing for me in 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 the developments and, and new things is. Yeah. The clans were hugely exciting, but again, it's something that previously was outside of the game, and previously yeah. I'm not enough of a, I don't have enough knowledge or enough friends who are into it to feel comfortable exploring that. So the, the guided games and, uh, and and the guidance where you can temporarily join a clan yeah. look fantastic because again, yeah. it's, it's it's solved that problem of feeling oh, I don't really want to, I don't really know how that works, I don't want to. Yeah, I mean, for, for ruin anyone's game as such. Yeah, it's it's sort of the third pillar of what we wanted to talk about today. You know, we have you know a, a big story that you can play. Like you said, you play solo, yeah. right? Yeah. We have that story content that's there with characters that you're going to care about, a villain that we hope you're going to love to hate. Yeah, you get to be the hero of this world and be a really powerful force for good. Um, then we have a large amount of variety. You know, the world's worth exploring, and you can have cooperative experiences or really challenging experience or competitive experiences. But, you know, we wanted to be able to look at the communities that we're forming, these really positive people that are out there in a the community, and a lot of them were here today, and they're people that I, not only do I recognize, I know them by name, and I yeah. walk around and, and, you know, like, send each other Christmas cards, and they come out to the studio, and it's such a such a fascinating and, and awesome thing to be a part of. Yeah. We, we knew, like, hey, we, we have to, we have to, like, allow these people to, to take hold in the game in a more official yeah. way and, and have a, an official place through clans to, you know, sort of adopt identities that other players could see and to put their mottos out into the world and invite other people into their homes. Yeah. And conversely, we have all these people who are playing solo, you know, like my wife plays, and, and, and she's never had the opportunity to play some of the most rewarding content we have, some of the most unique content we have, like yeah. our super challenging raids, um, and then allowing her to sort of browse through those groups and see, like, which one of them looks like a comfortable space for her, a welcoming yeah. space for her, and to decide purposefully, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask them if they want to play and, and to make that and, connection. And to explain that a little deeper, on what we've seen today is um, the clans can have their own own own, own flags and yeah. own, own 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 banners, and equally they'll have a bit of a motto or an explanation. So you can get a vibe of who these people are, yeah. and if it's and, and, and if it's a team that no, we're 
pro as fuck. Don't you know? What I mean, don't keep up. But then there'll be other teams that are like, look, just come and yeah, we're going to go and do yeah, some we're, stuff. We're just going to chill. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think like yeah, just sort of wind that back at like at the super high level. The simplest explanation is like clients are groups of people that share some commonality, right? Yeah, yeah. Something that they really love. And it could be something that they love in the game, and it could be something like maybe they they all love a certain kind of music or whatever yeah. it is. There's something there that keeps them together that's bonding for them. And they play together and they've made the game their hobby. And then we have people who are solo who don't necessarily want to be in a clan. They don't want the obligation. Yep. They're not looking for friends in a game. They're just looking for, I just want to play on the weekend. Yeah, I want to crack a pint or have a glass of wine. I want to relax and play yeah. a video game. I want to shoot some aliens and find it yeah. relaxing. But I want to try some of this other content that I've heard about because I hear it's really fun. And that's a way for us to do that. And a way for us to do it in a way where we don't have to use a traditional matchmaking system that would pair random people with each other. Right? Yeah. Like, like it's uh, the raid is a specific example of a it's an activity that requires intense cooperation that you're going to spend in some cases hours doing. Yeah. It's incredibly rewarding when you finally beat it. Yeah. And you have that moment where like you know that exhale of like we did it as yeah. a team together. Yeah. And if you had six people who weren't getting along, two of them were were jerks or racist or whoever. Yeah. God yeah. knows what. Right. Yeah. It becomes incredibly disruptive. Yeah. Of and course. they grief each other and they you know but that uh, not the uh, anonymous nature. Of the the internet is something yeah. that isn't a, a, a super uh, welcoming feeling, right? 100%. We want to make sure we're like we're staying far away from that. Yeah, and it's it, as I said, it is it's that focused and bespoke putting together of people rather than random putting together of people. Yeah. Now, um, one of the things with any online and digital game or, or, or any game that's that's that, that's engaging the internet and communities in such a high manner is there's going to be people being negative, people having issues. And the thing that struck me hugely about, and it's, it's one of the reasons I was pleased to talk to, to, to you specifically on, yeah. on the community side of things, is it feels like you've been the guys that have gone, thanks for that. Like, I, I appreciate your negative feedback because that's something that we can improve. And yeah. you know I mean, you've taken things on board rather than getting defensive and going, mate, have you seen how good our game is? Yeah. You know what I mean, you've gone, no, you're right, actually. That's a bit, that's not quite right. That yeah. needs improving or that's not quite there. And it feels like everything I've seen people complain about. Um, I saw I had, I had one per, a person this morning talk about um, feeling it wasn't as as big as they would, or there wasn't as much to do as they would have liked. And the the new maps and ability to just go and explore worlds in your own time, yes, yeah. solves all of that so much. So I mean, yeah, I mean, companies pay millions of dollars to get insight into what they're their their customers want yeah and like how how like ignorant would it be to look at look at the people playing the game the people who have yeah. given you their money and more importantly giving you their time they could be yeah. doing anything yeah right they could be watching a, a film they could be reading a book they could be uh, out with friends and instead they're choosing to invest in this world that we've built for them so like what else can we do but use them as you know a divining rod to lead us to where they want to go right? yeah and, and certainly there's an element of of game building and world building where you know we we bring artists in and designers in and craftsmen in and they want to make something they love and they hold to but we're always thinking about the other side of the screen like we're we're as much artisans as we are servants yeah right so like you know i don't know if you're gonna make you know i'm looking at a table you can't see that on the podcast but yeah. like like this is a pretty poor table design because it's got slats in it and things could fall down like whoever yeah. made this didn't think about anything but their own aesthetic pleasure right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Flat surface on top yeah. i'm gonna set my silverware on it right yeah it would be it would be <laughs> so like we we see it as world building it's an art form it's a craft we want to build beautiful things that we love that that you know are from our sensibilities and lay ourselves bare out there yeah but we also know like 
we're making something for someone else. Yeah. And so, like, of course, when they have feedback for it, we're going to hear it. And, like, personally, like, my brother texts me when he's having a bad time yeah. in the game, right? Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's really acute. So you can't escape that. You yeah, can't escape that. It's not just to, like, in your work hours when you're looking at it. Yeah, my, like, my, my brother, if he's having a bad time in something that I've done, I want to march into somebody's office and be like, hey, like... I want you to hear this feedback. It's, yeah, it's important. Right? It's, it's 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 the beauty as well. And again, another thing I've got from today, I've I've had people in the past ask me to do speeches or seminar things on social media and how to do this and how to do that. And I've always turned it down because I think the one thing you have to do is be a user. Yeah, you, you, you use it a lot and learn what annoys you about social media. Learn that. Yeah. If someone tweets and it's a link to Instagram, you don't want to click on that link. But if they've done the tweet themselves, do you know what I mean? And things yeah. like that. All yeah. these small things. And the vibe I got from everyone is that you're all, you're, you're making improvements for the community, but you're also making improvements for your own enjoyment of the game because you all play a lot. So yeah, if there's something that, that's annoyed you over hundreds of hours, then you want yeah. to improve that for and, yourselves. And I think that's a really relevant way to frame it too because like, you know, if you came into a, a gaming experience and you only invested 10 hours, yeah. that thing that annoys someone that plays a thousand hours isn't relevant to you at all. Yeah. You probably yeah. never even run into it or experience it or you just, it's just not consequential. But if it's your hobby, if it's a thing yeah. you do every day or every weekend that like the small things, the little burrs at the end, you know, like really start to bother yeah. you. So. The, that it's really it would be really easy I think to see like the polar ends of the spectrum and say wow everybody loves it so we're going to focus there yeah. or oh this group over here hates it so we're just going to dismiss them yeah. but both of those groups their feedback and their energy is born out of uh, a desire to, to see see the game that they want yep. to see right they, they love it and so that's why they're, they're, they're nobody, you know somebody wants to pop off on a Twitter that happens and yeah, they just go course. away that's fine you know but if, if it's like somebody's coming to you and they're saying I want this to be better like it's it's guidance and it's something we can use and that doesn't mean like obviously we can't take all the direction that's out there you yep. sort of have to figure out like there's balance and our, there's reasons our job is to like yeah take take all that into account and figure out where we can point ourselves like where can we pour ourselves into a problem and solve it so I think that's what today was really about um, was was leading Destiny 2 off, kicking it off by, by telling people, like, these are the big things we're going to invest in, right? Yeah. We're going to invest in storytelling, we're going to invest in variety, we're going to invest in our community, and putting those things out there as, like, these are the clarion calls that we're, we're our, you know, the North Stars that we have inside yeah. the studio that are guiding us, um, as much as it is about showing off content. Yeah, the content's yeah. fun, I think, you know, the mission's cool, the strike's awesome, it's fun to play, the PvP stuff is really great, but ultimately this is about the higher order of, like, this is why we're making Destiny 2 this is what's and getting us out of bed in the morning completely and these are the things that we want to hold up as um, you know unique and the big key features for the game 100% so and as amazing as watching the new the new footage and the new the, the amazing vi- visuals is the things that have jumped out to me are the simple things the, like it was kind of made a joke of but the the not as oh you were saying about the things that on repeat plays are going to annoy you the not having to go into orbit to go everywhere just yeah. just always like I was uh, I've only played 20 or so hours and I was like yeah that annoys the hell out of me that's kind of, that's kind of an awkward thing to keep having to, yeah, yeah. to do that so and it, yeah and I think like we've sort of classified those in the past as sort of quality of life I think that might be a little bit of a pretentious way to frame it yeah, but it's yeah, like yeah, the no, things that it. just make the, the small things that can make an experience better the finishing yeah. touches the, yeah. the small improvements that uh, and collectively have a lot of weight like yeah. when you add them all up together they just make the, the experience much more satisfying yeah. and easier to get to like you know we want to make sure that when you play the game that you're able to find the things that you find fun 
faster. Yeah. Right? Like yeah, yeah, whatever yeah, that yeah. thing happens to be. So removing those barriers in front of people while still providing them guidance and information. So it's it's a difficult balancing act. Yeah. You know? So there's a lot of people that, you know, are constantly working on refinements and improvements, but you know, I think for us like Destiny Two is just just our next big step forward. Yeah. Right? So yeah. we're able to take all that experience we've had in the games both as players and as people who are serving a big community yeah and just you know just take it all in one big go and put it into destiny 2 so i think i think that's it's a really great moment for us and i think you know somebody like like yourself who's just got some some limited time in it yeah i think Destiny's just going to be a phenomenal start for you to come back in and check it out and somebody like myself who you know i've got 30 days played yeah yeah between working and doing everything yeah, else yeah. i've got i've got a you know a son so i'm, I'm balancing yeah. all that stuff out but i've Good. still played a ton of the game and yeah i'm super looking forward to that you know the surprising moments that we can build in the sort of reintroduction to the world and and, 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 and sense of discovery and and that's the perfect point to kind of we'll we'll kind of wrap things up on because the thing that struck me i i come from um, a storytelling background, a writing background, and the simplicity of the way you've made Destiny 2 the perfect welcome for the experienced gamers and people who are brand new to it in the storyline, just essentially being that this huge evil new baddie brings everyone back to the same level. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's that, I, yeah. I, I love the simplicity and beauty as that played out on screen that he's taken all your powers away. So if you've been playing this for... 3,000 hours, you're back at the start and we're all experiencing this new journey together. Yeah. New people, old people, everyone is, is starting at the same point and we're all going into this yeah. new world. It's really important for us to have that moment of convergence where everybody can experience and discover the, the, yeah. the newness of Destiny 2 together. Right? Yeah, and you don't want to start a new journey with all these patch and I mean already at such a high level that it's, yeah. it's a breeze you need to have that journey yeah and, and I think this, the story premise we wanted to make sure it was uh, you know simple yeah. but, but also re- relatable and yeah. meaningful so you know you have the broader story which is about you know the heroes of the world the, the guardians who are you know, tasked with protecting humanity from our enemies um, failing to do that yeah. falling to this enemy this uh, Dominus Gaul and his Red Legion um, but Conversely, um, when you turn it around and look at his story, uh, Dominus Call, he believes he should be chosen to be the guardian. Right? Yeah, he believes yeah. that it's his right, and so we we, we hope we've created a villain that um, has his own deep personal motivations that you can understand and relate to, that you can empathize with, even though you're not on his side. You can say, like, I get it. I get why he's doing that. Right? He's not just a big scary monster. He's just you know he's not an ogre. He is a, a realized. Uh, actor in this world who uh, is going to sweep you aside, not just for the sake of it, but because he's proving something to yeah. himself and, yeah. to, um, and to the traveler and to his people, right? He's, he's setting himself up as uh, uh, the immovable object, right? Yeah, he's, he's got his own deep motivations rather than just, yeah. I'm, I'm the monster. Yeah, and he's not such. just taking your, your, your powers and your weapons and your gear. He's scattering the legends of our world to the wind, and he's, uh, he's taking our home which I think is also a, a, yeah. a purposeful, uh, you know, uh, resonant storytelling, uh, you know, of, I don't know what I was going to say feature, but that, that doesn't sound silly. Yeah. But, like, I think, it, I think it relates to people, right? People can understand it. So even if you haven't played before, yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's something you can understand. And if you've invested, you know, hundreds of hours... Uh, it's going to feel, you know, really impactful. It's going to feel really you're personal because that's where you've always gone yeah, for safety. Yeah, you're going to want to come back to that spot yeah. and confront him, right? So that is the journey that the player goes on. It's amazing. Well, thank you very much for your time. I'll, oh, I'll, I'll leave there. The time, what, how, how, how do you feel 
what's going to be the thought in your mind as you're going to bed tonight? This is obviously years of work, years of practice, and then yeah. you've opened it up to the people. And the, yeah, and the reaction in the yeah. room, at least, seems absolutely astounding. Yeah, the, the energy's great. You never know what to see, but, man, I'm, it's humbling. I yeah. mean, it, it's, it, it really is humbling. Like, And we're going to get back to work, man. Tomorrow, yeah. tomorrow is... Uh, Tomorrow's a new day, and we got we got work to do. We're shipping in September. We got four months to go, and uh, we're gonna pour ourselves into it. This is a this is a shot in the arm. It's invigorating to see everybody celebrate it. But you know, we're all cognizant that you know you know all these people that love this thing want the best game possible, yeah. and they wanna they wanna they wanna you know experience Destiny Two and the, the best version of Destiny Two that they can possibly get their hands on. So it's it's exhilarating. It's humbling. It's a bit daunting, but yeah, uh, yeah we're we're gonna get back to it. Oh, well, thank you very much, and congratulations, yeah. sir. Oh, thank you so thank much you, man. for the time, man. That was Cheers. fun. So that was, I mean, it was, an, it was amazing to talk to Eric. He was someone, it was good, because he was someone in the keynote that had blown me away, and then when they were saying who I'm, I'm going to get to speak to, um, that he was one of the ones on there, so it was great to get to, to chat to him. But I wasn't just there to talk to people who've made it. I kind of, I made it clear to Activision that, I don't do podcasts that are just an advert. And if you're, if you're feeling that this is an advert, then I apologise. You can turn it off. You've not paid for it. It's cool. I'm not going to be offended. But um, I wanted to talk to some j- journalists and some gamers who are experiencing it all for the first time and see that excitement. So the next person I got to talk to, who, who I'd met the night before at the bowling, and I was pleased that he was a big. He had a big beard. So we had that that connection. Um a guy called Arex, which is A-R-E-K-K-Z, and he's a YouTuber. And, I mean, we talk about it here, but he's someone I I, I did a strike with because I get to, like I got to play all these games as well. My favourite bit was doing the PvP, which are teams of four players versus another team of four players. And I've never done that before, and I loved it. It was great. I've always been scared of that and strikes because all the team-up stuff all I'd played at home was just on my own. I didn't want to team up with anyone. It's scary. But, I mean, as you will have heard from Irk just now, kind of the point of this new of these new ones is to embrace that more. So, uh, let's jump into my chat with Arex. And we're rolling. Um, I'm joined by Arex. Um, explain kind of who you are and what your, your relationship is with Destiny. Sure. So, I am uh, yeah, I'm Arex from the Arex Gaming YouTube channel. I actually cover a wide variety of games, but Destiny is like one of my staple games. So, yeah. I've been covering it since... Um, so it's just before the alpha, so basically been there since the start. Yeah. And we're following, you know, like through its highs, through its lows, and whatnot. And then, and now we now we find ourselves here today at the reveal of the announce of uh, Destiny Two. Yeah, and that's kind of that's kind of a a hell of a, a journey f- yeah. for someone like you to go because the I mean today, and we'll get on to today because all I've heard is positive reaction yeah. and everyone excited. But when I've been talking to people about coming here and doing this, the negative I've heard has been. That there was a feeling that it was potentially that Destiny initially was launched incomplete almost yes, or something. Yeah, but yeah. from what or you and I were discussing uh, last night, I think it's kind of amazing how they kind of released it and then improved it in reaction yeah. to all the problems that came up. Rather than, oh, it will be fixed in the next game in three years it was like no we're going to fix it as we go along and improve and make it all better yeah I mean I think we're definitely in this kind of like age now of like games as a service to a certain extent you know yeah. a game comes out and like I mean back in the day you know you buy your N64 game 
and then that is the only thing you will ever get, right? Hundred percent. You, you're waiting for Mario three. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas, whereas <laughs> no. now you know you buy you buy again, right? Yeah. It takes a while to get adjusted to, but I think you know we're now very much in this kind of like industry, this time where you know a game comes out and you know that that's not the final game. You know that yeah. you're going to get a lot more. I can appreciate you know the initial comments of Destiny was like because there was a lot of um, you know like some of the reports back when Destiny one came out, there was like a big restructure almost like a year before, so they kind yeah. of had to redo a lot of stuff. So there was an element of kind of incompletion about it, but they've done they've done so much. You know they listened to the community. Like, you know, as, as you said, they've expanded a lot. And I mean, one of the biggest points in Destiny's history is, is the Taken King, because that was a fundamental reworking of the way you play the game. Right. A lot of systems changed. A lot of, like, like what the game that people knew back in the day, like the game that came out, you know, three years ago, yeah. was not the same game post Taken King. So yeah, I mean, they've done it. They've done an incredible job, and every single thing is a learning step. And like now, Destiny Two is like their chance to. Because when, when it first came out, Destiny One was like it was an idea, and yeah. it was like you know, are they going to like it? it? It was a gamble, right? But now it's got such a strong audience. They're just like right, you know do it Destiny 2 we know it succeeds just like run with it and they've they've truly like you know from what we've seen today they've been able to realise that it's just like they've just been let loose it's like yeah you know make the game you want to make completely and that's what's been kind of cool is it's been quite clear to me that everyone giving the keynote speech um, and I was, I, was, I was speaking to Irk um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and everyone involved in the game is a massive player of the game they're so, so it, it, yeah. I mean you could turn around and say they're improving it out of selfishness they're improving it for the bits that annoyed them so I think that's a beautiful situation for it to be in though that the improvements are coming out of genuine here's what we need to improve and we want to improve rather than um, kind of your almost your iPhone Apple type thing of we'll make these small improvements and then we'll save this it seems that they're like no we want it to be good now we want to play more yeah yeah I mean it's definitely true I mean like they are they you know they are just as much community as they are developers right and they are you know they, they live and breathe the game I mean, I appreciate, you know, they might not necessarily have the same time that we do, but at the same yeah. time, they, you know, they love that game. And it's just like, I mean, it's, it's, there's just so many different... I think also the thing is there's so many different, like, ways to play Destiny. You know, whether you're a competitive PvP player, whether you're, like, a, um, you know, a PvE guy that likes to kind of, you know, raid and things like that, or whether you just, like, you know, you like to just drop in and out and mess around different activities. There's so many ways to enjoy it, and there's so many different people at the studio. I mean, I know, for example, Luke Smith, who, you know, one of the guys that chats on yeah. stage today, he is a huge World of Warcraft player. So, like, and, you know, like, he's, he's very instrumental behind, like, the raids and, you know, like, some of the kind of big... MMO field kind of thing yeah. but there's like they've got so, many, so, much, so much talent there um, and for them to be able to like yeah truly work on something that they, they're passionate about you can see it come through and, and, and that seems to have been a big influence on the updated PvP on the 4 on 4 and that from what I'm hearing that seems to be coming from your, your Warcraft and your EA uh, movement of, of all that system of it being yeah, yeah. teams of 4 well, I mean, in. Fact, in fact, like PvP is such an exciting thing. It's actually almost um, for like Bungie fans. It's almost like kind of harking back to the um, the Halo days because yeah. fact, you know if you if you look at Destiny One as it exists right now, you have primary, special, and heavy, and like the the Crucible is dominated by like you know shotguns and fusion rifles, and they, they've balanced it out a little bit with some of the recent changes. But fundamentally, yeah. right, they they've made a change. Like they they've stripped it down because one of the problems you have with Destiny right now is that if ever they wanted to kind of go to like a more competitive audience yeah. there's so much stuff in the game that it's hard to, ba- it's hard to balance it so to kind of go it's back it's hard to just step in and, and yeah, have that yeah exactly cause, cause, yeah because in like a, in a competitive environment you need to have like an even playing field whereas yeah. you look to something like um, like the new 4v4 mode it's much more bare bones like you know it's, it's a lot more simple it's a lot easier to kind of balance but it also yeah. then brings back in the true skills like you know if you're a skilled player um, and I mean heavy, heavy ammo is like an, is, an, is an amazing example they've, they've now you know, made it so that you have to be the one to collect it. So it suddenly turns it into like Halo Power Weapon days, where you would rush for the rocket launcher or rush for the hammer. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, suddenly yeah, you're yeah. the one guy in the match that's got a rocket launcher. You're a threat. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it's, completely. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, that was it. It's, I mean, I've just played a PvP for the first time, okay. and again, it was ex- exactly as you said. I've avoided that kind of thing in the past because of feeling I'm, I've not played enough hours. I've not yeah. done enough. But it was a great thing because there was. Yeah, you've got your teams. You've got your. You know, 
in some of the matches I did terrible, but in some I'm getting kills, I'm getting yeah. in here and getting that. It, 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 it didn't feel intimidating as it has previously. I think that's one of the things. Like Destiny's always had a really... It's like Destiny is a really good feel-good game. Yeah. Like, it's just like you can you can jump in. Like when you pop your super and you fire that or when you fire that weapon, like it just feels yeah. good, right? So even if you're not necessarily, you know, like, a, like the best PvP player in the world, when you jump in and you get your kill or you kind of, you know, you fire off your weapons like that, you just feel good. Right? Yeah, and that's, yeah. The, that's a great feeling to have. And let's talk about the new supers a bit because oh, they look... You, I mean... Watching them on the big screen at the start, yes. people were cheering and whooping and gasping, yeah. like not not trying to be over the top, but genuine reactions. And then playing them, they're oh. beautiful, right? They're, they're, I mean, they're incredible. I mean, there's, there were more shown in the trailer than what we got to try. So yeah, yeah we we focused on um, the yeah the hunter had like the golden gun, which we've seen before, yep. but it yep. has had some changes. Yep. Um, there was also yeah the the warlock is probably the newest one. So of course yeah. you've got the sword the, and the wings, and they you can you fly in the sky and basically rain fiery hell down. Yeah, everywhere. it was amazing. Like, I was doing. That earlier in one of them, yeah. I was getting to jump up and just rain fire down. It just feels so good, right? Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I mean, I, don't, I mean, but some of the other ones, well, like the the ones we saw on the trailer, like yeah, there the, was the, the Titan, shields, yeah, the like basically shield. Captain America, you know, Captain you America, throw, and the staff yeah. was Gambit. Yes, so I was literally, yeah. I was like, so we've got Phoenix, like rising up and raining course, down fire. Yes. We've got Captain America, and we've got Gambit. It's like the they're good places to draw influence from. This yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm up for this. This Love works it. for me. Yeah. So yeah, that's really exciting. What, what? have been the bits today that have excited you and intrigued you the most so for me it's definitely because I, I used to be a big World of Warcraft player yeah. so I, I, I love like open worlds I love exploring yeah. and one of the things I felt like Destiny 1 was lacking before like, it's got a great world it's got a great like environment but you never really had the desire to kind of go and sit in the world and just like just explore for the sake of it you'd always be there for a purpose like I've got a mission or I've got a bounty yeah. or I'm going there for this specific completely. thing completely whereas now you know they, they put a load of things in the in the map where it's like you know you can go here and explore for treasure you can explore for these lost sectors you can go and explore for like these these hidden things around the map yeah. and, like, it, it's, it's laid out there so if you want to play the game like that you, you know the worlds are bigger yeah. and it's literally going to like I mean obviously I haven't had a chance to do the open world stuff yet but from what they've shown it feels like it seems like it's going to feel like that sort of open world MMO feel. I'm going to drop into a planet and I'm just going to wander for just hours. Spend a day on that that yeah. planet, and and that's what seems fascinating again because again it feels like that that user feedback, that yes. community feedback. Because because one of the things I, I posted about this earlier and um, who commented on my page, Andrew Poultress was saying that um, he felt they've got a lot to prove in Destiny 2 because yes. on Destiny 1 he felt he spent a lot on the game on upgrades and all this and didn't feel he got as bigger. A game as he'd wanted, right, and that's enough, what it yeah. fe- it felt to me that that they've corrected there. In yes. that you can go back because again, in the in the small amount of playing I've done, the, the fifteen to twenty hours, yeah. I've gone back and done some uh, some patrols, mm. and it's not that much of an excitement ex- no, explore. Yeah. Whereas this seems to be, from what we saw this morning, you yeah. can go back and there's there's treasure maps. You can go and find hidden stuff. Yeah. You can you can go on extra bits and you can go all around rather okay. than. I'm here for this mission and then I'm gone until there's another mission. Yeah, no, no, I mean, completely. I mean, that's, that's what's going to give people, you know, that, that kind of desire to come back. I mean, because Destiny's always been a game where, you know, you come back because it, it revolves around a weekly cycle, it revolves around, you know, loot grinding and stuff, but it's now there's going to be more, more than just like, I'm here for the grind, I'm here for yeah. that. It's going to be like, yeah, I'm here for that sense of exploration, which is, which is great. I mean, in a game where you're exploring the galaxies, yeah. you, want, you want to explore, right? Yeah, completely. So, yeah. so, so so how many hours have you put in in Destiny? What's your kind of uh, what's I your mean, level I, on this? I think I'm I think I'm approaching like two thousand hours, something like that. It's it's uh, I mean I I, I should I, I hate counting it because it's, like, yeah. it's such a such a crazy number, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I yeah. Think like I've I've definitely got my time in Destiny. I mean like that's across three characters, across different platforms as well. Amazing. It's it's, it's beautiful though because again, as as someone who this is your, it's like, it's work. Yeah, it, yeah. That's kind of the beauty of making gaming work is these larger games that have got such depth. 
you can put in the, them hours and not feel like you're yeah. wasted. Do you know what I mean? You're doing it because you've got to yeah. put it on your YouTube channel. Are you a live stream at all, or are you? All, I do sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do some stuff on Twitch. I, I'm, I tend to be more video focused because yeah. I, I, I think it's kind of easier for me to sort of you know condense the information I want into that. But yeah, yeah, I mean, like this is this is definitely a game I would live stream like as much as well because it's one of those things where you know you're going with a certain like kind of a thing in mind, thinking oh, I want to go and make a video on I don't know where to find this treasure, and you'll yeah. do it. But then live streaming, I can just be like, guys, today we're going to explore this world. Like, I'm just going to sit here and we're going to for like three or four hours just wander around this world. Yeah. Every corner, we're going to like, you know, un- turn up other stones and just find everything. It's going to be, it's going to be amazing. Amazing. So to, to to tell people what to expect and where to find your YouTube stuff, yeah. um, what today you're, you've got a certain amount of hours to yes. take in as much as you can. Yeah. What are you currently excited to get back and make? For your channel to well, cover and, and discuss, and I think uh, I think de- it definitely kind of goes back to when we spoke about supers because I think I think that's like it's uh because classes are you know it's, it's the huge kind of they're the pillars of destiny. Right? Yeah. You know, you have your warlock, your titan, and your uh, hunter, right? And like they they've changed in you know in, in destiny too. Yeah. So I think the first thing I'm going to focus on is you know how they've changed their you know their abilities, um, yeah. showing people you know what's new and you know what they what they kind of need to know because some of the stuff is is sort of you know not necessarily explained um, in the trailers and stuff so it's really kind of good to sort yeah. of show that and then I'm going to start digging into everything I mean there's new weapons and new weapon types um, you know there's obviously new activities just like this just a ton of stuff to do yeah. and I mean that's, that's just from the stuff I've gone hands on with I mean there's so much more from the from the, the live stream the keynote and stuff yeah. that I just need to yeah I'm, I'm going to be good for like it's, it's almost like I've just come back from my summer holiday and I'm now back to work it's like yeah. I'm now fully, fully there's fully so fully. much to do so you just um, filmed a strike yes. that we did. Yeah, we did, um, yeah. Did you catch me on screen falling off of platforms and dying a lot? Because hopefully I, that was off camera too, off of your screen as much. I, well, I, I just kept falling off and dying. I just kept... <laughs> I, did, I did it myself as well. So you know what, like anytime you go to like a Vex area, because like, they've got these floating platforms and stuff, yeah. it's so easy. Like, you know, you'll be, you'll be immersed in the action. You'll be like, walking back, being like, let me get behind cover. And you're like, oh, I've fallen off something. So. It's, it's the beauty of that game is... It's easy to get straight in and feel pretty slick because yes. you're jumping about and you're flying about. But equally, there's a lot to master. Because I said, yeah. every, most times I fell off, it was when I was like, I'm smashing this. I'm in complete control. And then suddenly like, so, oh, I've just jumped down a hole and, and, I'm, and I'm dead. But, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, that, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely one of those things where, yeah, you can pick it up. But if, you, if you're kind of not necessarily into the, or you haven't played the games before, it's so easy to pick up. But, yeah, there is definitely yeah. that. There is the scope to, like, if you want to master the game, if you really want to get that good, yeah, yeah. there's definitely the scope for that. Well, perfect. I'll leave it at that. Um, where can everyone find it? It's spelled A-R-E-K-K-S, right? Uh, Z. Z. Yeah. K-K-Z. There yeah, we yeah. go. Yeah, so uh, primarily on YouTube. So, yeah, Arix Gaming. So, A-R-E-K-K-Z and then Gaming. Um, I'm also on Twitter all the time and just pretty much everywhere else on the perfect and again it, it, it feels like people like yourself who are doing these these videos and breakdowns it's a good place to go and look even if you're just curious yes. about do you know what I mean yeah. if you've never played destiny or or don't don't want to commit to it I, I i find things like that are great to just go and have a look and go all right so yeah. what is this rather than in many ways a better starting point than just picking it up yeah, I mean, to, if you know what I mean, to, no, to, to get an idea and go, oh right, oh yeah. I can see see where this can go. I mean, no, you're definitely right because that again, that kind of like that links back to when you were sort of saying it's easy to pick up and hard to master because because yeah. one of those things and it's something I try and do in videos is that yeah, you know, there'll be unless you want to go and dig through all the menus and read everything and kind of like test out all the things, you might not necessarily get the chance to do that. Yeah. So, but for someone to then sit down and be like, right, this is how the different things impact you, and you can be like, oh, okay, now I know this, I'll just yeah. jump into it. So yeah, it's, it's a great it's a great way to kind of share that knowledge. And, I, I literally on on my first thing here, I had to go on the solo. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, quest things, and um, I was so pleased that the solo one was the first one I played because I, I literally took 
only 30, 40 seconds, but it was 30 seconds or so of walking into a door, yeah. trying to figure out what I'm doing because <laughs> it was PlayStation and I've played Xbox. It was yeah. that instant kind of, I don't know what's happening. So by the yeah, time I was playing with other people, I was a little bit more yeah, <laughs> confident. Sure. Well, thank you very much, man. Well, and uh, yeah, I look forward to to playing s- uh, some more today. Yeah. It's a hell of an it's a hell of an event. It is. It's, it's an incredible place. Thank you, man. Thank you. So, as well as talking to Arix and to Irk, um, I wanted to talk to someone who's got a normal name. <laughs> No, um, I, I kind of, I'd said, I, I spoke to my guys at Activision, and I said, look, it'd be cool to talk to someone who's not a creator or a massive gamer or, or already. Do you know what I mean? It felt like if I'm only, like, and Dan Lasak as well, if I'm only talking to people who are already massive fans of this game and already massively sold on it, in, in many ways, are relying on it being good it has to be good obviously for irk but in general if it's a game you like a lot and you are looking forward to the new one you're relying on it being good because you want to play a lot of it and particularly if you're a streamer and stuff like that so i wanted to talk to someone who's more kind of at my level if a little bit deeper so um are they teaming up with sam white who writes for the telegraph um and and vice and loads of other people um and we had a chat it was my last chat of the day and we had a chat um about it all then so here we go have a listen to that right um i'm joined by sam white how are you sir i'm very well mate how are you i'm good how have you you found this experience today have you done a lot of these events several yeah uh, they kind of come up every now and then uh not like it's not one a week yeah uh, yeah kind of glad that it's not one a week yeah. to be honest um, it's an intense yeah, experience, isn't it? It is. It's just a lot of people. Like you don't, re- you never know how many people are going to be at the thing when you turn up. Sometimes it's ten people, ten yeah. press guys. With this, it's like God knows how many, three hundred people. Yeah, all um, and all, with, all crammed in, all hyped, all excited. I mean, that's kind of the beauty of it. Uh, we were discussing just now. Uh, we've kind of lucked out a little bit because our role here is as as much as anything to experience yeah, yeah, it. To Whereas there's people who have have to be capturing themselves playing games yeah. they've got all sorts of shit to plug in they've yeah. got and there's a guy in there with like six bags of camera shit yeah it's, like, it's intense I've got I've one. got a zoom that fits in my pocket and that's <laughs> literally I felt bad like yeah. just after as, as I played with um, uh, with Arix on a on a, a, a strike and I, I sat down and he was like I just got to set up, and then he sets up, and then he's like, "I just got to do five minutes of going through the menu," yeah. and I'm like, "Dude, people, yeah, I feel, I feel bad." I was just like, "Cool, we're going to play some games." No, they want he's, to see he's the here menus, to work. The settings, all the stuff that yeah. they're going to be fucking around with for it's, three years. Yeah, exactly. So, so, what's been your experiences of Destiny before this? Are you a big player, or are you kind of? I think I, I think I sit in the middle. Yeah, uh, I play. My friends are pretty pretty into it, and I kind of just follow along. Like, yeah. it's, it's a good game to play with people. Um, yeah, so See, I've not done any of that yet. I've been enjoying it as just a, a solo yeah, player, but that's usually where I sit in terms of the games I enjoy is yeah. playing games on my own because yeah. I don't have to arrange other people to yeah. sit and play with, and that's just in terms of work and stuff. It's easier yeah, to man. do that with yeah. this. That is like a massive uh, commitment in terms of getting people together like when they can play how long they can play for it's, it's something that and I've mentioned it in a few interviews I can't remember if I've mentioned it in interviews or just conversation but one of the things that so apologies in the podcast if I've said this for the eighth time now but one of the things that's blew me away initially about it is that we are you and me yeah 
we met last night, uh, we could say, I'm back in England um, next week. Do you want to meet on 8 o'clock on Monday on Mars? Yeah. And we'll go and, yeah, yeah. We'll, and we'll do a raid. Or yeah. So it's just like, yeah, we'll do that. It's like, that blows my fucking mind yeah. that, that's, that, it's that it's got that well, real world element as well. Every night as well. Yeah. Like, there's, some of them, there's not even a, an arrangement. They just kind of are always going to be playing it. So yeah. they don't even need to have that communication of like, when yeah. are we going to play? Because yeah, they know that they're going to be slot. playing yeah. every night for every weeknight how so. do you you kind of feel a witnessing all of that as a, as a journalist and as somewhat of an outsider kind of seeing the because it's weird there's I should be looking at that and thinking you crazy nerds yeah yeah <laughs> but I'm not I think, I'm no, looking at it and going this seems so pre- cool yeah, there's, there's it's been weird there, there's been a lot of this where I was like I don't know how it'll be because it's some high level stuff yeah, yeah. and I was ready to <laughs> feel more of an outsider than I have I felt like I felt like an outsider, but I wanted to be an in- like rather than an outsider. I'm like, yeah, I don't know yeah, what these guys are about. It's <laughs> yeah. like I want to, I want to do this kind of mission. And I want to do that. Yeah, I think with Destiny in particular, I think if you speak to any of the players, one thing you kind of pick up is that it is quite inclusive. Like yeah. people are, it's not like some other communities I shan't name that are a lot Call of Duty, more, man. That yeah. scares the shit the shit out of yeah, me. The, the, the one time lot. I went online with that, I was. Mate, this this I had no idea my mum had ever met this twelve year old kid, but he had a lot of stories about her, and it was all based around my poor aiming abilities. So it was like it was very offensive, but yeah, they, they that's not the vibe stuff. with this. No, no, it's a lot more friendly, and yeah, I think that helps in terms of getting involved. Yeah, um, I think it's easy to be cynical and sit there and kind of laugh. Yeah, uh, but that's the same with most things. Like anything, I think Completely. it's easy to laugh at anyone that's into something really passionately. Yeah, yeah, because it like just because you don't share their interest. Yeah. Uh, but that's, yeah, it's it's cool to watch. Like when they're cheering and whooping. Exactly. Like that. I mean, that's what I was going to say. That's what really struck me a lot today was it didn't feel like a divide between the customer and the people presenting their product. Oh, no, yeah, it felt like everyone was waiting to see their product. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It felt like such a collaborative effort and such an investment from the people who were here just to see it for the first time. It felt like they'd invested so much into it that they were as excited as the people presenting their, oh, their, totally. their hard work. I think as well with Bungie, there's a, because of the way Destiny is and the way they've run it since it came out, there is that connect between the, the players feel yeah. that kind of, not bond per se, but that relationship with the, with yeah. the game the creators, creators yeah, yeah, yeah. and the social people and even like the designers. There is that, they know who they are, they know their faces because they are so yeah. kind of communic- uh, communicative. Um, so it's nice to see. They just walk out and it's like, it is like, trying to think of like a comparison but there isn't really anything else in terms of like it's, it's kind of yeah. like when you're your favourite band yeah like you don't know them yeah, but yeah, you yeah. feel like you have that connection with yeah. them it's, I mean they did it a lot today and it felt g- genuine and it's it's a classic stage trick and I've done it on stage before when I've got fans who've come to a lot of gigs and they're like alright there's Keith it's good to see you yeah. and I'm saying that because I'm genuinely excited because this dude's come to a lot of shows but it is also a really good way to make everyone feel on the same level yeah, that you're absolutely. not although you are on a stage you're not on a stage yeah, not you're in there yeah. with everyone and that's what it, it felt I like today. As even before that started they were like we're going to be starting in five minutes oh there's a sit down Mark and there's there's, yeah. there's that guy it's like mate there's hundreds of people here How how is this and it's a, a massive deal how does this feel like some some mates are meeting up to talk about a yeah. thing they've done. Well, I think that's one thing as well. <laughs> if, if they didn't feel if there wasn't that thing where they have to announce it to the world, yeah. they would definitely probably not have a stage. They yeah. would remove all that kind of yeah non pressy nonsense. Yeah, and completely. Just actually, just sit with the fans that love it so much. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Yes. Um, so, what has struck you today that's been 
the kind of standout points and standout moments, either of the of the new content or the yeah. announcements or, or or the reactions. I think the the biggest thing in terms of the game itself seems to be like the way Bungie are reworking and refining all of the community and clan stuff. Completely, um, all that clan stuff it seemed amazing because yeah. again, I was, I was saying this to Irk just now. It's something that I'm not on Reddit. I'm not on. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. not. As, I wouldn't have gone to the trouble to arrange clans outside no. of the game and this kind of thing. And they've just gone and. It hasn't felt it's in a kind of a Facebook way of they try and take everything in so that we've got control of it. It feels in a kind of, well, that's kind of awkward, isn't it? Let's just make you be able to do that in the game. I think it's good as well because players like me and probably you, as we were saying, that don't have that ability to, say, get six friends together who wanted to play Destiny and there was always that kind of barrier to entry in terms of, oh, I want to do this cool stuff but I don't have the friends to do it with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I do have the friends but they're not But they're not into Destiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't have the friends. (laughs) But but now there is that, uh, they're allowing that jump between people that don't have uh, a friends list full of people to just be able to play with randoms. Yeah. In in the same way they would with any other game where they just want to play on their own but with others. Yeah. Um, So I think that's probably the coolest thing. Yeah, I Um, love that. And the reaction to that was massive. Yeah. It's clearly been wanted. Yeah, that... Are the the reaction to that got cheers and the reaction to the new... Super weapons and stuff, which oh, yeah, again, they look beautiful. Yeah, like the visuals were amazing yeah. and the movement Jumping and everything. Like but lightning. the excitement of people as they started happening, it was like, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm totally. I wish I could. I, I want to be able to do that. Even with the like the new guns and stuff, they, there's always that whoop and that cheer. Yeah. And there was also I was sat behind three or four people who were clearly well into it, and they yeah. had they were clearly in jokes and stuff like that, which I just yeah. went completely over yeah. my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were completely laughing, laughing along with. Yeah. Um, which is just quite nice. I love uh, all that. Nice to nice to hear. How um, how do you feel um, your or do you feel any a level of responsibility or not responsibility as such? That sounds too heavy. But as <laughs> as as a journalist who isn't purely like a games magazine journalist yeah. or whatever, a responsibility to because it's one of the things that's excited me about this podcast is exactly that, and I don't want it to feel like it's a a big hour long advert for a game because it's not. But the thing that I I have felt a responsibility to get out of is that it's not this secret little club and it's not yeah. this nerdy little thing either. It's like, it's just really good fun. And yeah. Do you, do you feel, because again, we're two people here, there's hundreds of people here specifically from the game community yeah, yeah. that just have fans. to, as we were saying, have to be plugging stuff in and capturing them, playing everything that yeah. are really going to break down every new gun, every new yeah. weapon. That's not kind of our as a no. stick or a roll here it's kind of the, the opposite it's to go oh wow I didn't I, like, I was really nervous about playing um, a PvP yeah. so which uh, uh, for those who yeah, I, I, di- I didn't know what that was this morning either but it's, it's player v player so it's, it's you're against each other and I loved it I got slaughtered but I loved it I, yeah. I, I, I felt stupid afterwards for holding off on that kind of thing because yeah. it felt that's a lot of fun and if I was doing it for a few a few weeks of doing it once or twice oh, and I, I'd stop getting slaughtered yeah. but it's like it, it didn't have that I, I got slaughtered I never want to play it again I was yeah. like that's the most fun I've had being shit at something in, in, in a long time <laughs> I kind of thing I think are quite good at that like yeah. you say that as well I've been playing games for years and I got pummeled even today I think that's but then I think you say about 
that responsibility. I think it's a case of looking in two different levels. Yeah. Um, so on GQ, obviously, the people that read the mag aren't going to be super... Well, the majority of them aren't going to be super into Destiny. Yeah. But there's definitely a, a dual layer of enjoyment. Like, you yeah. can play Destiny and not have to, you know, pay out to come to LA to yeah, see yeah, the yeah, game yeah. announced. Yeah. You can just sit at home and play it for, like, surface entertainment. Yeah, It completely. can just be shooting aliens... Getting some fucking headshots. And Good not, fun, right? Yeah, and not have to worry about all of the lore and the stories and yep. the plans and everything else that goes along with it. Um, and that's kind of the, yeah. There's so much of that that yeah. I haven't even got a, a clue what it is. The, yeah. the young lady behind us now, I got an Uber back with last night, and yeah. she was saying, I've been asked to do something on a panel about the lore of, of, of Destiny, and she was like, I'm not sure I know enough about it. And I was like, I was sitting there going, What's the law of? Di- yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that existed. So, so yeah, just forums like yeah, reams and reams of forum <laughs> stuff of just yeah. even like fan written stories about yeah. the game and like books. But it's and, it's yeah. it's fucking it's clever to be able to write a game that can have can have that much depth, but you don't m- miss out if you're not willing to give that time. Oh, yeah. It's still got that enjoyment that, and that's what's exciting. Again, it sounds like an advert, but that's what excited me about the the multiplayer stuff on the new one was it felt that bit more welcoming to someone who is just going to pick up and play a couple of evenings a week yeah, yeah do you know what I mean I've, I've previously as we discussed I've only done solo stuff on it because I'm picking up and playing I don't yeah. want that drama of as you said scheduling a time when no, we're going to no. do this that's what I this kind of brings in it opens up the game a lot more yeah completely it's not realistic they can't dedicate that time to it um, I think it's well interesting that this new story has all these characters were in the first game so all the yeah. players that love that are well into it yeah. but it's being written in a way that seems to at least allow people to jump on board having you know, I don't really know who the characters are in yeah. Disney yeah. um, being able to jump on board and be like okay I'm going to learn about these people as I go but the people who already know who it is can be like okay this is cool I was getting excited about characters I don't know that yeah. well just because there's the buzz in the room people were going so nuts and I was like yeah. yeah I was like who's that guy again Cyanite Cyanite yeah. Cy- oh right yeah he's <laughs> yeah. a robot dude a <laughs> blue guy yeah um, see I definitely think that it works on multiple levels across the board either yeah. like story or just the way you play or who yeah. you play with um, so it's pretty cool completely well thank you very much for your time man I'll let you get back to to wandering around and experiencing Great it all. Great to chat to you, mate. And That's you. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Squibbish Pits Discretion and Peace. Right, there you go. And that's the... That's kind of all the people I spoke to. I should give you some information because um, there's a lot for you to know as well. If, if, if you've listened to this and are, are even mildly intrigued, um, they're doing, and this is a thing that I might be involved with, so, uh, uh, so Destiny 2 actually comes out on PlayStation and Xbox on September 6th and the PC version is scheduled for October 24th. But... but what they do, as you've heard how the first one kind of developed as they went along, what they do is there's a beta version that they release and you can play from July 21st to July 23rd. So it's available, I think it's when you pre-order it and stuff like that, and you can play it and try it out, um, and it allows them to get any kinks out and stuff like that. Um, so that's 21st to 23rd of July. If I'm about, it's up in our, it's up in the air at the moment because... If I'm filming or away, I can't do it. But if I'm about, 
well, we're going to sort it out so that people can play with me if they want. So I'll talk to Activision and Bungie and all that crowd and we'll sort it out so that people can play, team up with me to do strikes or to do PvP or whatever else. In fact, I'll try and get Dan Lasak in on it as well because that would be cool. So, if, so for example, if it's a three-man strike, it'll be me, Dan and one other each time. Or if it's a four-on-four PvP, two of you can team up with me and Dan and four of you can be against. Or that would be better, actually. I can have a team of three and Dan can have a team of three. So, yeah, we'll look into all that kind of thing. It's all good fun. Um, yeah, I hope you've enjoyed the, 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 uh, this episode and found it interesting. I know it's a change from the norm but you know we'll be if you've not enjoyed it then we'll be back to normal next week in fact it's a drunk cast next week so it'll be an absolute shambles but i like the opportunity to do things like this i should also make it clear that this isn't a paid for or sponsored episode activision asked me if i'd be interested in it i found it interesting they did pay for my flights and for my hotel which is dope and awesome of them but that was kind of after i'd agreed to to do this anyway after i'd already decided it was an interesting a uh, topic so yeah i hope you've enjoyed it and found it interesting and it's not just been incredibly boring to you i hope if you're a non-gamer you've enjoyed it and i hope if you're a gamer it's not been too dumbed down and i'm not i've not been too much of a cringe-worthy idiot for you but again the point of this isn't for me to pretend to be an expert on the subject it's something i found fascinating and and we thought we'd make a little episode. So this has been fun. Um, thank you all for tuning in. If you want to, in fact, if you enjoyed this episode on part one or part two of the one I did with Dan Lasak, which I think was episode 100, uh, a big chunk of that we talk about his gaming and Twitch and the work he does on there. So check them out. Um, is there anything else I meant to have mentioned? I don't think so. Thank you all for tuning in and see you next week. Ta-ta. Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage of the French Open begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens.